Welcome to the Risk and Repeat podcast, episode number 57. I'm Rob Wright, editor of Search Security, and I am here, as usual, with my site editor, Peter Lotion. Peter, welcome. Hi, Rob. How are you on this fine Monday? Great. How are you? I'm doing okay. We, we should note, I just noted that it's a Monday. We are here in the studio in Chernobyl on June 5th, a Monday, unable to record last Friday, which has given me more time to kind of ponder today's subject matter and whether or not we should even be discussing today's subject matter. I'm talking about the shadow brokers. Shadow brokers back in the news, Peter. They are apparently keeping up with the ruse that they're in this for the money. And they announced uh, last week that they would be introducing, well, I guess they announced it earlier, but they officially unveiled the subscription service for people that want to get a hold of the Equation Group NSA cyber weapons and exploits and hacking tools that they came into possession of. And if you remember, Peter, previously they tried to auction some of these off, you know, sort of piece by piece. And that didn't really generate a lot of money for them, and it didn't seem like they were very interested in money at that time. And now they're introducing a subscription service where you pay approximately, I guess it's twenty or twenty-one thousand dollars, depending on the latest uh, measurements for uh, Zcash. Zcash, I think that's the news here. Zcash. They went from Bitcoin to Zcash. Very well, interesting. For one thing, you cannot track payments into Zcash as you can with Bitcoin. Okay, sure. There's no way to do it. I'm well, sure. it, but by no the, way that we the, know. Yeah. The protocol is designed to, right. to prevent that. Right, it's supposed that to be truly anonymous. Right. Supposed to be. Supposed to be. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that they switched cryptocurrencies. It's interesting that they, I, I guess a while back in one of their, their, their missives, one of their blog posts or, or Twitter rants, whatever you want to call it, they had said, that they, it, it sounded like they were officially out of the, uh, uh, of the business of making money. They, they, they were out of the auction business. They weren't going to sell these anymore. They just said, forget it. We're just going to release them. Well, now they've gotta, gone back and said, we are going to make money and we're going to charge you know, for a, a monthly service. Peter, what do you think of the what, – what did you think of the news when you heard, oh, they're back in the news – and they're introducing a subscription service and they're going to start giving these vulnerabilities and exploits out to people that that pay for advanced, you know. Well, let's, you know, let's let's track back a little and, and go through the history. Sure. They started out saying they're going to auction, but didn't they also give an option to if you're willing to spend uh, there was some flat ridic- fee like 10,000 or 100,000 Bitcoin. Yeah, it'd be like a million dollars to get the whole thing. Right. Or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it would have been great for them because Bitcoin's really exploded. Since right. Then. But it's but that whole thing at the time, just to note, this is very important. That was silly because at that time when they said that, all they had really done was sort of shown off that they had a few vulnerabilities that could have commanded, you know, 10,000, 20,000, maybe $100,000, but not millions and millions of dollars. So how why, how could they expect anybody to come up with that money and sort of take it at face value? I mean, they are hackers after all. They're the shadow brokers. We don't know who they are. We don't know if they have anything. We now, don't even know if it's more than one person. We don't. Or now, even a human person. It could be an AI. That's I right. hadn't considered that. It could, it could be an AI. <laughs> Great. That's all I need. 
uh, Skynet in real life. Um, but 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 now that we like the 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 swift vulnerabilities, eternal blue, eternal romance, all the stuff that has come out in the spring has shown that yeah, they do have some serious stuff. And I'll, although some of those exploits were were patched, we now know that they can still do major damage because eternal blue was used in Wanna Cry, and other exploits have been used in the uh, follow, some of the follow up attacks that we've seen. Um, uh, the eternal uh, eternal rocks that's the one mm. so so yeah i they talk a lot they about talk. making money they do they but and, and they've they've tried several different models they've tried the auction model they've they tried the, the the one buyer or whoever comes up with as much money as as we ask for will go public with all of them yep they also i think for a while we're flirting with a uh pay 100 bitcoin and get something good from our grab bag of exploits yeah that i don't think anybody went for that either yeah um it's silly yeah i mean some of some of the prices were actually closer to realistic for some of these things but the one thing that they and they did they did get some bitcoin if i remember they did they got some and i guess they 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 got that bitcoin it seems like they made some preparations to move that Bitcoin around a bit, and then, or or maybe they actually did. I don't I don't remember. I I'd read some reports on, you know, this whole move from Bitcoin to Zcash was notable for a lot of folks. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they made a, they made a little bit of money. But this, right. but but see, and they've and they've shown us several different models for making money off right. of this kind of thing. Right. But what they haven't done are the things that I would expect somebody who is seriously looking to make money off of this kind of a, 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 some that there th- this product I, I don't want to call it a product but it is a product it is, they're, they're trying to they're trying to sell service. their service or product can I yeah. and if they were going to do that they I would start out by maybe like if I was a bad guy and yeah. I'd shop it around to the sure to the to the organized crime group. Sure, sure. If like I offline, was, like not in full view of everyone. Right. Yeah. You know, go to go to the the the, uh, the dark web uh, marketplace <laughs> and, and peddle it there. If I was really looking to make money, or you could go and take it to the to the vendors whose yeah. whose products are being broken by them. Although at this point, the the bet is the betting is that uh, those vendors have been tipped off. Well, under here's. But well, here's where this this gets interesting. I mean, there's two things I want to note here before we get into the discussion about the response to this dump service, this monthly dump service, uh, because that's that's I think that's where it sort of affects enterprise security a little bit more. But there's there's two things here. First, so in the in the notice in the in the the, the announcement, you know, the the, the shadow brokers and their broken Russian, broken you know. A, 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 English that F- this whole put on. Yeah, the fake. Uh, they, say, they say, welcome to the Shadow Brokers monthly dump service. How do I subscribe and get the next Shadow Brokers dump? It's, it's like a little FAQ, and they say, you know, send 100 Zcash to this address. And, uh, they, and, and their question is, there's a question, what is Zcash? Uh, and they write, Zcash is making claiming Bitcoin plus privacy. <laughs> The Shadow Brokers is not making endorsement of Zcash. Theoretically, only part seeing payment info is 
the shadow brokers and the shadow brokers only seeing amount and encrypted memo field, no sending address, yada, yada, yada. And then the next question is, this is where I, I was chuckling earlier. The question is, is Zcash safe and reliable? The response, F no. <laughs> if you care about loosing, uh, loosing 20,000 uh, plus euro, then not being for you. Monthly dump is for is being for quote high rollers, hackers, security companies, OEMs, and governments. But that was interesting. So they they're saying, hey, we're we're putting this out there, and we we expect you know the vendors and the OEMs and the security companies to pay this because they 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 obviously want to know what this stuff is. And that ties in with the story that our own senior reporter, Mike Heller, wrote about the situation. Uh, and this was in a lot of different stories out there. Sort of the response to this uh, monthly service from the InfoSec community, a lot of researchers, a lot of uh, folks that work, work for security companies, security vendors, said, well, maybe if we get together and we crowdfund or we, we, we collectively pay our way into this service, that will give us a chance to get these vulnerabilities, analyze them quickly, get, you know, disclose them to the affected vendors and get them patched before they end up in the possession of cyber criminals or nation state organizations out there that are going to pay the $20,000 a month. So, but it looks like that ran into some problems. Well, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Well, for one thing, the fact that they're selling these things right. proves that they've already fallen into the hands of cyber criminals or whatever you want to call them. Do you, do you think that's true? Do you think these are already... Because right now, the only, the only proof we have of some of these being exploited are the ones that have already gone public. So like WannaCry and Eternal, Eternal Blue. Right. We don't have any evidence that there's something in that cache that they that they sold offline and didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like like they like they. There's no evidence of that yet. But do you think that's the case? You think they they've probably already done that? I think that the only way that you can think of the shadow brokers is that they themselves or it itself or he or she him or herself. Mm is a cyber criminal. Yeah. Because they have these these cyber weapons and they're and they're playing games with them. So so yeah, by that token, it's already the cat is already out of the bag. Sure, sure. Um as far as uh white hats collecting, you know, spare change to try to to come up with enough to to see the exploits, well, I'm not convinced that Shadow Brokers is seriously trying to sell these things because Twenty thousand dollars to a criminal, which let's not, you know, let's not mince our words. But um, you're spending twenty thousand dollars to somebody who's already shown that they're happy to break the laws and disrespect norms and all the rest of it. So twenty thousand to that. Now, granted, so far that actor has been fairly uh, reliable. Yes. Um, but. So were all the vendors on uh, yep. on Silk Road who 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 built up these great reputations for being reliable. Quote unquote vendors. Yeah. Vendors, yeah. And then went ahead and 
when it seemed like it was a good time to do so, they went and, and ripped off all their customers. Yep. So, and that's what criminals do. They, they're there to rip you off, not to help you out. Right. Um, other than Robin Hood, who's a fictional character, I should point out. Um, but the, the point being that the shadow brokers, they're, they're offering all these different things. I think their objective is to stay in the news rather than to make money. If they wanted to make money, they would have done it a little bit more quietly. I, I would think. agree with that. I, and I think, I mean, we've had this discussion in the office and uh, in our internal communications with the rest of the of the of the group here in the security media group about you know when is it actually worth covering what these guys do it, it seems like their primary motive is to is to sort of uh, embarrass and, and and shame and disrupt the intelligence communities hacking operations you know embarrass the government make them look bad cause them angst and 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 make them look bad to the vendor community so the vendor community puts heat on on the the government and the nsa and that's i mean that's exactly what has happened with brad smith which we talked about with in the, one of the wanna cry podcasts microsoft, microsoft coming down on them hard yeah. uh and i i think that's that's probably part of their mode but they're definitely they're they're in this for the that like this is this is to get attention like and i know we're giving it to them but i think there's a certain i don't want to say obligation because I, I don't fault anybody for for saying we're not going to give these guys press but the but like i said the response so the infosec community saying well let's consider this let's at least have a discussion about whether or not we should pay i thought that was really interesting because so like hacker fantastic uh, was on on Twitter and I think he put up a I think it was a Twitter poll about you know hey what should we do and uh, Hacker Fantastic that's the the handle of uh, Matthew Hickey he's the co-founder and director at Hacker House and he and another um, security researcher an anonymous security researcher researcher um, X Zero RZ on Twitter uh, they started a, 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 a I think it was a Patreon. Um, to, to say, hey, let's get some money together. Let's pay this. Let's see what it's about. Analyze it. Let's do some good with it. And they they backed out of it uh, because there were there were legal concerns, and they didn't really get into the specific legal concerns. Uh, I think there was a statement from X Zero RZ here. Let me open it up. Due to legal reasons, he wrote uh, he or she. I'm now retracting from the crowdfunding uh, started to acquire the shadow broker stump. And it, he writes, I, I personally expect the shadow brokers to release the dump because that's their agenda. They are not here for the money and they're really just seeking media coverage as we previously witnessed. Exactly your point. And he doesn't specify what the, the legal concerns are, but obviously giving, I mean, you can get in serious trouble giving like paying even a ransom to a a criminal or a terrorist organization or giving into terrorist demands and giving them money like that's bad like there are companies or businesses that have gotten in trouble with that in the u.s government by the you know uh, uh not the u.s government did that the u.s government came down on these companies because they 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 paid 
extortion fees to terrorists or, 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 or to criminal organizations. So that comes into play. But I mean, ethically speaking, what do you think of that? Do you think it's do you think it's it's bad? Are you like are you sending the wrong message to? Like if you're willing to pay, it's like you're willing to negotiate with terrorists. That is correct. Mm. That does seem like a logical. Uh, uh, it, it's not a it's not a hard hard to make that logical leap. But um, I mean, if you were to if, if somebody came to you and, and offered you five typewriters to buy for. Uh, Whatever, whatever the price is, and told you that they came from the United States government, um, and you bought them anyway, even though you knew that they were stolen. Yeah. So, I I'm not a lawyer by any stretch, but that sounds like um, receiving stolen goods. And knowing what I know about the federal government and our system, there's probably like a a much higher level uh, infraction of receiving stolen goods that came from the government that yeah. were stolen yeah. um, or, or, or uh, you know, there's all kinds of things. I know that there could be IP in there too. There's right. the, the intellectual property, but yeah, yeah. the, the um, anything that's um, if, if the material is confidential or top secret or any level of classified, how do you handle it? Are you going to get in trouble? Yeah. Well, just from accepting it yeah. from somebody means yeah. that you're going to be in trouble. So yeah, there's a, there's like, I, I mean, there's a lot of legal, there, there's clearly, it's really pretty obvious that there's a lot of legal issues involved. Well, At the same time, as far as the moral side of it, um, if you accept that we are a, uh, a society built on laws and framed on, on, on respect for, for laws, then you have to say, yeah, we're not going to do that because even though other countries might do it or either the, even though other actors might do it, we're going we're gonna to take the high road. But do you think, do you think that because Hacker Fantastic and others have said we're not gonna, we're you know we thought about this, we tried it, we're we're gonna back out due to quote unquote legal reasons. Do you think there's a chance that that's that's really not the primary reason, but that they got a like legal reasons, but they maybe got a call from the federal government that's you know the NSA, someone in the intelligence community that said hey. Noble effort, guys, but don't do this because number one, you you can't be in possession of that stuff, and number two, we we know what they have, and we're in the process of handling this. We already know that they did that with Microsoft. I mean, Microsoft blew the lid off that, and that ship sailed. We know the we know the Equation Group is part of NSA, and we know the NSA has worked with Microsoft and notified them and and been in touch with them about things like Eternal Blue. So if that's the case. Then isn't don't wouldn't it wouldn't by extension wouldn't that mean that the NSA is probably making the rounds as we speak and saying all right monthly dump service here I guess we got to go to all these different vendors and start notifying them that that you know if if not in graphic detail of what's coming at least tell them like oh like the U.S. cert warning eh, turn off SMB disable yeah. SMB one and that came in January January yeah, yeah. so. Okay, so you asked me, do you, do I think that they got the word? Is the the NSA is working behind the scenes, and they and they and they went to Hacker Fantastic and others and said, "Don't." Right, and then they and, got and, this. and you and you gave two reasons. One being that we already, uh, 
you're going to be in a lot of trouble. You're going to be in a and, lot of trouble. But and the second one, the being, second one's more important. That we're, hey, we're already doing this. Do you think yeah. they're already doing? This? I don't think. I don't think they're telling people that they're already doing it. I think they're assuming that we'll understand that that's the case. I yeah. would. I would hope because, you know, they're spies. They. They don't. They. They're. They make their living by not telling secrets. Hopefully. Yeah. By not giving out secrets. So. Yeah. So they're not going to pass out information they somebody may have tapped somebody on the shoulder and whispered to them and and passed it along to these guys that this is a bad idea yeah. you could get into a lot of trouble that sounds plausible to me as far as telling them that that we are already on the case i don't think that's happening um i also think that the that the big takeaway for me i mean if if somebody comes to me and says hey look at I'm a criminal, and these are all the crimes that I've been doing, and you want to do business with me. And if I'm also a criminal, and I'm doing crimes, and I want to get their tools to do those crimes, then maybe I'd consider it. But based on what they've done up to this point, odds are they're going to release stuff every now and then on their on whatever their schedule is. Uh, well, yeah. They're going to release what they're going to release. If I gave them 20000 uh, whatever's or 200 Z coin, they'll give me what they feel like giving me. They yeah. might give me nothing. They might give you nothing. They might give me stuff that I already know about. They might give me stuff that they've already packaged. They might give me half of it. They yeah. might give me, I mean, who knows? So that's the, that's the thing. They're not by definition as a criminal. They're people that yeah. are willing to lie, cheat, steal, hurt others. Yeah. Well, I'm going to throw out a theory, and I know I've discussed this before. I don't know that they're necessarily the shadow brokers now. We'll get into you know who who are the shadow brokers and what are they really after. Bruce Schneier wrote something very interesting on uh, on the Atlantic not too long ago about this. I want to get into that in a minute, but I want to I want to go on the record here and say so. This is this is my theory. It seems to me that everything that this organization does. Uh, Obviously, being it's geared toward getting attention and sort of media coverage. I think it's for the purpose of embarrassing and, and making the government look bad, the NSA, Equation Group, whatever, the whole federal government, you know, collectively. But it seems like they, whoever is behind this, throw out the broken English, Russian translated English, like it's all put on to me. It seems like what they're trying to do is get the NSA and the federal government to to disclose and patch these things on their schedule. They released that screenshot of some of those names of those tools in January. And they could have released those things the next day they waited. I don't know why they waited. I have no idea. They had to have known that someone within the government was going to recognize that and go and 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 start working toward toward patching them. And now they get to turn around and say, "See, you patched them. You got in touch with Microsoft and you did it, but you it it's it's too little too late because look at what happened with WannaCry. Well, now we're not just going to do it every few months. We're going to do it every month. And unless you get on the clock, and start pushing patches out and disclosing to people. And now this is the thing, NSA doesn't know. The equation group doesn't know. The intelligence community doesn't know what's coming. 
They tipped their hand before as if to say, we have the real stuff and it's coming. They gave them a few months. Patch Tuesday was canceled. I mean, if these were astute hackers and that was really what they were trying to do, they wanted to do maximum damage. They never would have sold them to begin with. That's number one. But number two, they would have said, they canceled Patch Tuesday? Well, that means that something's going on. They're probably working towards patching these, so let's just dump them now and create mass destruction. They didn't. And now it's like, okay, NSA, we gave you a hint before. We, we, we disclosed some of the vulnerabilities last year or uh, dis, you know, uh, announced the names and, what, and, and sort of general descriptions. Then we, we, we tweeted another list of names in January. Now you're not going to get any names. You're just, you just know that we're going to do it every month. That's going to spur. And, and so if these start to come out every month and we find out that the NSA didn't do what it did with Microsoft, that's going to make them look even worse. And I think that's what their motive is. I think whoever's behind this, they don't like the idea of hoarding these vulnerabilities. They're against that. They're against the, 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 you know, the government hacking as it stands, as, uh, whatever they were doing behind the scenes. And they say, these things should be patched. You've abused these vendors too long. And here's, what, here's how it's going to go down. Every month, more of these gonna, are going to drop. And you have the power federal government, NSA, intelligence community, you have the power to go ahead and head me off at the pass. And if you don't do it, it's on you. That's what this sounds like to me. I could be wrong. Okay. On this one, I think, I think you're onto something, but I'm not, I'm not Not sold. I'm not sold on them being activists for uh, patching vulnerabilities so much as I think that part a lot of what they're Actually, doing is probably st- too strong, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think that a lot of the moves that they've been making are intended to push the NSA and other agencies, whoever has wh- whoever stuff they have, or whoever stuff whoever thinks they have lost some of their stuff to this group, to have these agencies be afraid and try to move them to act yeah. on those fears to see how far they can push, how much how much they can neutralize of our cyber weapon capabilities too. True, but I mean if they if they knew anything about how <laughs> how the intelligence community operated in this country, they would know no no matter how much embarrassment embarrassment or, or you know, public pressure or th- th- you know, threats of oversight from Congress the that's not going to really fundamentally change. It may rein it in a little bit, but I mean, look at look at the surveillance issue. That that I mean, yeah, the Snowden revelations have changed things certainly, but the, it's not like it it grounded to a halt. So I, I don't know that that's. I, I thought about that. I thought maybe that's it, it's a foreign government that's trying to disrupt. But but think about this. I mean, it, it, you know, and this is something that Schneider wrote about in the Atlantic piece. Uh. And I want to read this excerpt. It says, uh, he wrote, quote, It was generally believed last August when the first documents were released and before it became politically controversial to say so, that the Russians were behind the leak and that it was a warning message to President Barack Obama not to retaliate for the Democratic National Committee hacks. That was a big thing. I I had totally forgotten about that, about that theory. Uh, Quote, Edward Snowden guessed Russia, too. But the problem with the Russia theory is why these leaked tools are much more valuable if kept secret. 
Russia could use the knowledge to detect NSA hacking in its own country and then to attack, attack other countries. By publishing the tools, the shadow brokers are signaling that they don't care if the U.S. knows the tools were stolen. End quote. That, that to me is like, and especially you think about everything that's gone on with Russian hacking with the election. They basically, I mean, Comey talked about this in his testimony. They basically threw the kitchen sink at trying to, to, to sway the election uh, in those final months the way that they wanted it to go. And they didn't care if they were caught. So you're telling me they have these equation group tools and they don't use them? And there's no evidence that they were used. Like there's no evidence that, that any of these tools were used in any hacks. We've seen no intelligence from private companies or from the intelligence community or law enforcement that these were used. So they have all these equation group tools and then they, they don't use them in the most important op that they're, that they're currently conducting? It just seems odd. And then for them to disclose them at all and not use them and keep them in secret, it just doesn't seem likely to me. It, it, I, I think, the, and, and, and coupled with the broken Russian, the, the broken English, Russian translated English, like that's, someone wants us to believe it's Russia, but I think, I think, I, I pretty much rule out Russia. No? Yeah, uh, okay, again, no sale yet, but the, the thing is, the, the Russians have their own cyber weapons. They do, sure. So, and if I'm, and and what Putin told us in over the last week about <laughs> it, it could have been patriots that yeah, were doing this, been not Russian, you know, official, well-intentioned, meaning hackers. So, yeah, I mean, and, and but that was talking about hacking the election. That was not talking about shadow brokers right, specifically. Right. I mean, this could be shadow brokers. Th this could be Russia thumbing its nose at us. This could be. It could, but uh, I think it's a long shot. I mean, based you're not convinced. Based on what we know about Russia's cyber activities, I think that the consensus is that the the uh, the offensive weapon, the, the offensive tools that they have, are pretty good because they they use them a lot. Yeah, to do sure. A lot of hacking. So, uh, to me, it it it's kind of further thumbing their nose, saying. Here's all these great tools that you think that you had, and they're pretty good. But you know, we have better, so so you can have them back. I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I mean, we're. I mean, some of the, the some of the things that they did over the 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 over the course of the election season were again, like 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 Comey said, like others have said in their testimony to Congress, they basically stopped trying to hide it. They were they they. And in some cases, they couldn't hide it even if they, they tried because of the nature of the attacks. Mm. It just, I, I suppose there's a small possibility, but I, I've, I've personally, I, I, don't, I don't think it's Russia. So it just seems like they could, do, they could get a lot more value out of that stolen cash if they kept it secret and used it sparingly instead of trying to go and, and create like a media frenzy about a sale and, and, and seek all this publicity. It's just... Well, so the other thing to, to consider that uh, that you have to figure in, the timing of the releases. Um, if I remember correctly, there was uh, we were due for a WikiLeaks release last week, which got delayed because, yep. because as some people suggested that the shadow brokers came out. There's a lot of orchestration of when things drop yeah. that seem to be related to a lot of uh, 
inconvenient news for certain parties and uh, on other fronts in the you know in the in the news scene. So um, I, I'm leaning towards Russia, but but if yeah. you don't think there it's Russia, who do you think it is? I think it's a lone wolf. I, I so not a lone wolf. I, it's somebody that it, it's it's probably someone that is familiar with the NSA operations, maybe ex equation group, maybe ex you know government hacking contractor that that looked at all this and got fed up with it and said they're hoarding all this stuff, they're putting companies at risk, they're putting people at risk. They fundamentally disagreed on a on a philosophical level with how that operation was being run, and they said. I'm going to go into this staging server. I'm going to pick up this cache. I'm going to make sure that it's not current stuff that's being used for specific ops. It's you know up to whatever 2013 or whatever you know they 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 think it is, and start making a big bleep storm with it to embarrass them and to force them to start you know disclosing these and, and getting them patched. And to make them look bad, and whether or not it leads to any oversight, I think that 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 seems like it was the the ultimate goal. There's a million ways that these could have been used more effectively and been sold more effectively, and they weren't. So either it's a bunch of rank amateurs that somehow stumbled across the most sophisticated collection of cyber security, you know, cyber offensive weapons we've ever seen, or it's 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 someone on the inside it's an insider threat or at least somebody that's familiar with this that does not want to do maximum damage but just wants to 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 give the intelligence community and equation group and all these hacking operations a black eye for not responsibly disclosing these things and for hoarding them and holding on to them too long and putting everybody at risk and yeah i, I that's what i think but we'll see i mean it so we, we can make a little side bet because sooner or later, I think we're going to come to we're going to get at least enough information. The longer this goes on, we're going to get a, enough information. And who knows what the what the situation will be with Hal Martin and how he'll tie in all this. But we're going to get enough information that we will at least be able to start ruling out some parties, maybe not definitively peg down the the identity or identities of who the shadow brokers are but at least start effectively ruling people out. So we'll see. And we can have a little side bet. Craig Wright? Craig Satoshi? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> well. You're going to edit that one out, right? No, I'm keeping that one in. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Peter, we've, we've gone on pretty long, so I guess we should end this podcast here. Thank you, as usual, for sitting in here in Chernobyl and discussing all things InfoSec and in particular Shadow Brokers with me. Always good to be here. And thank you to the readers and listeners out there. I'm Rob Wright with Search Security and we will see you next time. <laughs>